Welcome to episode 319 of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Nick and Drew back with you. Only a couple weeks left in summer, Nick. We're counting them down. Yeah, I'm trying not to think about it. <laughs> he doesn't want to let go. Me, I can't wait. I'm ready to get. I'm ready to hit fall. I I love the fall, but I just I do love the summer too. So it's kind of like one of those where I, I, I like this spot where I have the fall to look forward to still. Correct. Understood. So let's get you uh, started, folks, with. Uh, some general knowledge questions in this uh, week's Quizzo Trivia podcast. Go play a game, quizzotrivia.com. What material 
from commercial Teflon is used for making clothing water-resistant, Nick? Sorry, I need that one more time. What material from commercial Teflon is used for making clothing water-resistant? Is it Gore-Tex? Gore-Tex! You nailed it. Yes. Gore-Tex changed my life. Gore-Tex. I mean, I remember being a kid and going golfing, like in the spring. Yep. And it'd be 40 degrees, raining sideways, wearing like wool. Yeah. And it would just itch. <laughs> and then they came the up with Gore-Tex. It's and it was like, this is amazing. I can, yeah, it's, you know, it's based on Teflon. What's incredible is... sweater on. It's got it's such like, small holes that um, droplets can't permeate it, but water vapor can. Okay. So that's, that's the technology. So you're able to... Sweat it out? Sweat it out without water coming in. Yeah. So. Changed my life. Gore-Tex, Big, big fan of uh, Gore-Tex. Yep. Absolutely. Let's see if you know this it's one. It's actually the Gore Company. The guy's name was Gore. Oh, okay. yeah. It was like AI Gore Company or something. That's who made Gore huh. Text. All I was right. gonna, almost going to ask you that as a true or false, like, Al Gore created <laughs> Gore Text. Al Gore's uncle. Al Gore's uncle, AI Gore. AI Gore. <laughs> created Gore Text. Gave us Gore Text. Because, uh, I, I mean, Al himself invented the internet. He so did. It he been did. A he huge was the inventor of the internet. The, the family got that. Two great inventions. Uh, all right. What fruit did the hand grenade get its name from? The pomegranate. Pomegranate. You know? Yeah, because it actually looks like a hand grenade. It looks like a... Uh, yeah. yeah. It's the French for... William Gore. Wilbert, Wilbert Lee, quote, Bill Gore, was an American engineer, scientist, and inventor, and the W.L. Gore and Associates. All right. So, Bill Gore. Bill Gore. There you go. Al Changed Gore. your life. Al Gore, Bill Gore. <laughs> Al Gore, Bill Gore. Um, all right, you got Gore-Tex. Nick, what 1962 Tony-winning play uses a famous female British author in the title? Okay. One more time, please. What 1962 Tony-winning play uses a famous female British author in the title? Is it Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? It is Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. Nice. I didn't realize that was a Tony Award winning yeah. Broadway play. 1962 and then turned into a movie starring uh, Elizabeth Taylor in 1966. And then the remake. Uh, oh, but it wasn't called Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. There was a movie about Virginia Woolf yes. that Nicole Kidman won. Correct. It was called The Hours. The Hours. That's yes. it. That she was wore it. a prosthetic nose. Right, something. right. Well, Virginia Woolf was not a looker. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? So they're getting Nicole she, Kidman? She didn't look like Nicole Kidman. No. Um, she actually wasn't that bad looking. I think I just saw a picture of her. I yeah, it wasn't good looking. Yeah, it was very distracting with the prosthetic nose. Uh, ooh, I, but yeah. I guess it got the point across. It got the point across. But uh, no, she's. Um, I didn't really know much about her as far as an author goes, but uh, apparently in the early 1900s, exceptionally popular. Uh, I'm pretty sure I watched The Hours, and it was awful. <laughs> so I don't know, because I, you know, I would always watch every Academy Award nominated movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. or if you won Best Act, like I would watch them. And that one, I do not remember enjoying any of it. She is considered one of the most important modernist twentieth twentieth century authors and a pioneer in the use of stream of consciousness as a narrative device. All right. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, I have not pioneered the, uh, the beatnik generation. I love it. All right. Uh, ready to move to sports, or you got another? Uh... I got a good one for you here. Ooh, I like that. Uh, what author? Virginia Woolf. <laughs> has had the most books turned into movies. What author has had the most books turned into movies? 
Not the author that has had the most movies. All right. It's a little I bit got, of a different I gotcha. question. I got you. So Stephen King would be the author that's got the most movies. Is that what you're thinking of? William uh, Shakespeare has the most movies. Oh, okay. There's been like a thousand movies. I'm thinking that were Ian Fleming. No, it's it's Stephen King. It's Stephen King. Thirty-four okay. Stephen King books. Yeah, I figured that would be the Ian Fleming's a great guest though. James Bond. I mean, James Bond's had how many movies? Not thirty-four though. Not thirty-four in the twenties, but I'm not sure Ian Fleming wrote a book for every single James Bond. Movie no, he definitely either. didn't. But yeah, I didn't know some if of that them have been like he books. wrote Goldeneye. Oh, no, he wrote um, Casino Royale for sure. That was a book. Um, I'm not sure which. That's actually a good one. Which Ian Fleming books have been James have been Bond movies? Bond movies. That is a good write one. that down for a bonus um, question. But no, that's that's a, yeah. I mean, Stephen King would have been my first guess. There's so many things that are attributed to him that people don't even know about, like Shawshank Redemption, which was oh. a short story, oh. wasn't a book. Stand by me. Stand by me. Another one. That's one of his best ever. And it's so funny too because everybody associates him with these tremendous horror movies, but like Stand by me. Was one of the great movies of all time. So one of the great stories of all time. Shawshank might be the best movie, movie of, of all time. time. I mean, yeah, you can make an argument for it. Sure, it's number one. Like, there's a list I have of the hundred movies to watch before you die. Your hundred movie bucket list. It's number one. Yeah, I don't really yeah. argue with like that. Yeah, like I mean, I'm more of a fan of Pulp Fiction than Shawshank. But if you're gonna tell me Shawshank's your favorite movie, I'm not gonna argue with you. It's as good as anything else. It's an Unbelievable movie. Yeah. It's an unbelievable... If you guys have not... If anybody out there in the community has not seen Shawshank Redemption yet, like, you're going to cry. So just yeah. just be aware of that. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Like it's, it's, but it, it is a moving movie. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. Ready to go on to... Uh, What's your favorite of the Stephen King horror movies? <sighs> I think the best one was Misery, even though it's not really that much of a horror... It's not scary, but it is yeah. awesome. You're right. Misery is fantastic. So the one, the, the book that I read, my favorite Stephen King book is different. It was a, it turned into a TV movie, so it wasn't a great TV movie, but it was called The Langoliers as part yeah, of the yeah. Four Past Midnight series. Yeah, I love those that those short series books. The Langoliers was crazy. That was like about a just basically about uh, people getting caught in like a little bit of a time warp, and like time was being eaten from behind them. So they were like literally cha- they were rushing ahead of time, being taken out from behind them. It was just a very, very weird movie. I um, think The Shining is probably his most famous book, or most popular book. Yeah, Cujo was, tough, was amazing. Tough read. Um, Christine uh, was, was incredible. Um, I remember seeing Firestarter as a kid, and I love that. I think Drew Barrymore might be in that movie yeah, when she good. was a kid. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, it, it, it's tough. There's, there's a lot of them. I would say probably Christine is the one that stands out in my head as, like, I remember that. And I just remember being, like, very, very leery of cars for a while <laughs> from that point forward. So, yeah. What about yours? Uh, I would say The Shining, even though I don't think Stephen King loved The Shining. But I would say that's Jack pretty much yeah. Yeah, that's incredible much in that. That's a, that's a Plus Kubrick. So you had a, you know. Yep, absolutely. Um, all right, let's move on to sports. You ready? I'm ready. In 1989, Nick, what baseball team introduced the first retractable roof in the major leagues? Okay, the year was 1989. The year was 1989. Okay. I'm going to say, oh, you need the team? Team is fine. All right. The year the was The Toronto Blue Jays. The Toronto Blue Jays. Sky Dome, Sky Rogers Dome. Center. You yeah. nailed it. Absolutely. Great I was job. there in 1996. So Yeah, I remember. Yeah, you spent the night like li- staying, <laughs> staying at the <laughs> stadium. Yeah, the stadium. Yep. Were you, were you trying to make it to a fish show? I was. I was on my <laughs> way to uh, 
It's on my way to Michigan, Michigan. via Toronto. Yeah, via that Toronto. makes any sense. It does. Somehow <laughs> it does. No, I do remember that very well. I was like, oh, how was your trip? You're like, I'm at... <laughs> I somehow ended up at the Sky Dome. <laughs> <laughs> Works. Um, what you got? Uh, what is the largest conference in college football? What is the largest? It's got to be Big Ten now, right? It is the added... Big Ten. How sad is that that the Pac-12 is Just got dead. eaten alive. Eaten alive. Taken to the woodshed. Yeah. Do you think that name will survive? Because they got 14 Well, they already still. changed it to Pac-12, right? So were they the Pac-12? At, yeah. Weren't they the weren't Pac-12? Weren't they the Pac-10 for a long they time? They were the Pac-10, then they became the Pac-12. Yeah. They got to add six more teams and get back to the Pac-10. Is there... I don't know. Yeah, I guess I guess there's... T- I mean, Washington State. They got Washington there. State, Oregon State, Stanford, and Cal. Stanford and Cal are leaving. They're going to be in the Big Ten. Probably. They're going to be in the Big Ten. Y- you would think. Yeah. Because if you're the Big Ten, you want Stanford and Cal. Yeah. You don't want Washington and, State. And at that point, you're the Big 20. Because right now they're at 18. Yeah. So they need two more. And then they could have a West and an East. Yeah. Which yeah. makes sense. And Now, do they change their name to the Big 20? No. I think they're probably going to keep the you Big just 10 think name. they'll stick to Big 10? Yeah. Which it's is kind of ridiculous. It's all stupid. None of them match anymore. But, uh, no, that was pretty tragic to see. I, I assume that those other two teams, Washington State and Oregon State, We'll find a new home, maybe Mountain West. I mean, or something. we saw the Big East get eaten alive. Yeah. I mean, right, you know, yeah. right in front of our face, the took, ACC took down the Big East immediately. Just took them. Um, yep. But yeah. Mm. yeah, bummer, bummer. As they the say, the ACC better hold on because now Florida State. Well, that's who rumbling. I heard. That's who I heard is after Cal and Stanford. Oh, the ACC. To to <laughs> so the Atlantic Coast Conference has got Cal. two teams in the Pacific. <laughs> Makes sense. It's ridiculous. Makes sense. Um, Maybe they should just end the NCAA and start over and have a new. I agree. Like, it seems like it's just too much this of a mess. This is all stupid, yeah. folks. Can't we just have a governing body and. What you got? Uh, let's see. Sports. Uh... Oh, can you tell me the only father and son to each score 50 goals in an NHL season? There's only one father and Bobby son. Bobby and Brett Hull? You got it. Bobby and Brett Had Hull. Had to be. Yeah. Had to be. There's no other. Well done. I, I do love, I think we've talked about this even recently, but I love that Gretzky question where his brother making him and his brother the greatest duo of all time oh, in yeah. hockey history. I ask that a lot. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Hank and Henry Aaron. or the, yes. or, 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 it, right, Is that? Well, wait, Hank, Hank, is, Hank Henry. is Henry Aaron, but, but I think there's Hank an, Aaron's brother and him have the combination for the most home right, runs. I'm trying to think of what his name is. it Tommy Aaron? Uh, let's see. Hank Aaron's brother. Hank Aaron's brother. Tommy Aaron. Yeah, you nailed yeah, it. There you go. Tommy Aaron. Poor guy. <laughs> hit. Wonder how many home runs he hit. <laughs> Tommy Aaron stats. You ready? Yeah. Um, 20. I'll, I'll say over under 20. 944 big league good bats. 216 hits. 13 home runs. All right. There you go. 102 runs scored. 94 RBIs and nine stolen bases in his big league career. And part of the most prolific. Set of brothers set of ever brothers to play the game. To hit home runs. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Um, all right, Nick. The Last Dance was a documentary on what sports franchise? Oh, uh, I saw this. I saw the Bulls. The Chicago Bulls. Yeah. Yes. It's a very good documentary. That's why I, I, I told you before this podcast started, I didn't have stuff that's necessarily hard, but yeah. it was just... Uh, yeah, no, that Last Dance was awesome. Awesome. One of the best things I've ever seen. No question. Um, How about Rodman's daughter on the uh, U.S. women's national team? It's pretty awesome. Isn't that awesome? Right? Yeah. yeah. 
On the soccer team, right? Yeah. 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 She, she's she's a starter on that team. Yeah. That's that's pretty pretty ferocious. If you told me that like about Rodman Jordan's was going to be the son dating Scottie <laughs> Pippen's ex-wife. That is brutal. <laughs> that is the most humiliating. It's like of is... all the guys you got to go after his kid. Oh my god! And and on top of that, like she apparently. Just leaked all this awful stuff about Scottie Pippen being yeah, like a it's sex addict. Not good. And, yeah, not good stuff. Yeah, <laughs> not good stuff. I'm not saying I always believe that stuff because, you know, it. it I feel like uh, a scorned woman will say what she wants to say and it's not, see. It that's in, not a in, particularly insulting thing to say, though. That the guy needed to have sex four or five times a day. It's <laughs> a lot. It is a lot, dude. Like Scottie, slow down, dude. It's a lot. Um, all right, ready? Geography history. I am okay. I'll start you off here. Okay, Nick. What Caribbean country has the most doctors per capita in the world? Caribbean country has the most doctors per capita worldwide. Worldwide, and you. I'm going to tell you some crazy shit about stuff. Sorry, family show. Some oh, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's think about this. Where crazy have stuff. I seen? You know, because. There's a lot of doctors from India. I know that. There are a lot of doctors not, from India. And per capita, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people. So, <laughs> and it's not in the Caribbean. India. But I'm trying to think besides yes, India the Indian is definitely doctors, not in the where are they from? Let's see. Hmm. Do I have anything on this? Specifically medical doctors? Yeah. This is so crazy. This country makes 5% of their entire GDP from leasing out doctors to other countries. Billions a year. I mean, 11 billion like a year any this country Caribbean, makes from leasing out their I doctors to other countries. I don't think of the Caribbean as being like a place for much education, right? Yep. You're certainly not. Nobody's ever been like, I got that Caribbean doctor. Uh, at least you don't hear that too much. Well, <laughs> where'd you go to med school? Hispaniola. Hispaniola. The Isle of Hispaniola. <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess for sake of time, I just have to try to lock in on something here. I'm going to say. I can give you a hint. You want a hint? Let me get it. Let, let me just get a guess off. Okay. I'm going to say Aruba. It's a good guess. <sighs> the reason you don't know about this is because of how demonized this country is in the United States. Cuba. Cuba. Cuba has more doctors than any other country in the world, and they make $11 billion a year leasing the doctors to foreign governments. So the University of Havana? Yep. Unana. <laughs> there you go. That's why. That's why. So Cuba. You don't really meet a lot of Cubans because... Yeah. No, know. not in the U.S. You don't. <laughs> so that, that, <laughs> that's that that's makes, a good reason guess why. that makes sense. If you're elsewhere, especially if in places that. like Russia, odds are you got a Cuban doctor coming. I should have thought of that process of elimination. Yep. I didn't know. I mean, I, I read that. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. They have something like, I forgot the number, but like 55,000 doctors <laughs> from Cuba. Wow. So not a big island. All right. What is the only U.S. state... That follows non-British modeled law. Oh, we know. I know that one. Uh, you know that one better than I know that one. <laughs> that would be Napoleonic law yes. in the great state of Louisiana. The French Napoleonic Code Law <laughs> Louisiana. Very well done. Or, or the, uh, we're in it with the cops, so you're going to jail and they're going to pay us $1,000 because I stole your 50 bucks. Yep. That's the law that I call it. <laughs> That's the Napoleonic. That's the Napoleonic law. Code. Yeah, they are. 
Folks, if you ever go down to uh, Bourbon Street down there, just understand you have no rights. Okay, you are you are in a different country, for the most part. Um, all right, Nick, who is Jacksonville, Florida, named after? Mm. Well, there's the obvious. Do you know that's the biggest city in the United States in terms of like square, square miles? miles? How spread out it is? Yeah, it's the largest city in the uni- entire United States. I-, I didn't know that that was the largest, but I I do know that it was very sprawling. Yeah, I figured I couldn't ask that because it's just a hard. It is hard. And I kind of said what Florida city, and then that breaks it down. But or still. also known as Pittsburgh of the South. <laughs> right, that's, that's not a compliment. <laughs> uh, I will say Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson. All right. And he had never visited. Never visited. Never Jackson. went there once, but they named it after him. So, yep. Well, he's from the Carolinas. Yep. Which Jacksonville's not that far no. from there. No. But, uh, yeah. Andrew Jackson. Because it's that little part of Georgia. It's funny because Andrew Jackson's most famous uh, victory, the Battle New of New Orleans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Uh, which, which, by the way, happened after the French had already surrendered. So... I've heard that when one side surrenders and the other side goes charge, usually they're going to win. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that though they didn't know. Like word didn't travel fast yeah, enough. Yeah, it to wasn't get like announced there. on uh, on, on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, or are sorry, we X-Corp. calling that? Or announced on X? X Corp. No, not doing it. Twitter. X Corp. Twitter. I still call it Miller Park. It's Twitter. That's yeah. how it works. We'll see. Not doing X. Nobody's doing that. How do you? What are you, an idiot? I'm sorry, I'm frustrated. Like, you got to be a moron. Like, seriously, dude, you have one of the most recognizable brands in the history of humanity. People actually use the words, I tweet, and you're going to change that to a single letter? I just don't think you do that. I, I, I don't know what he's got planned. Maybe. No, it's insane. I mean, uh, it's... what was the point of buying Twitter if you were just going to start ex- better off starting something else and competing with it? Why would you spend it? $44 billion? Why wouldn't you just get checks.com yeah, and, then... and create whatever you exactly. wanted and announce it? It doesn't make any sense. That's it's 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 a very it's a very weird thing. But I, I don't know that that guy's playing by. I think he's, well, it's one of those things where it's is he so smart he's got everybody else outthought, or is it like he could sink a forty four billion dollar ship and not give a shit about it because what's the difference anyway? It's just numbers on the screen. That's what that's, that's he's more famous now, right? Like let's say he does just sink Twitter. Yeah. Is the forty-four billion worth the publicity worldwide to be like the most famous man? I mean, who's the most famous man in the world right We've now? Talked Donald about Trump. This. He is now. Musk is cause, okay because I think in certain countries, well, maybe Trump. Yeah, that makes sense. No, I mean, if it's not Trump, it's probably Musk, right? It's got to be. Oh, well, maybe Vladimir Putin. Yeah, but it's... he's in that top five most he... famous people in the world. So without the Twitter thing, I'm not sure he's that famous. I mean, he's he's. Top ten, but maybe not. Maybe not top ten. One or two. You, you might like, be but right. He's, he's be... in so much more of the public eye because yes. of this. Yes. So it might have been worth the publicity. <sighs> oh my god! All right. Well, there you go. Um, ready to entertain? I am. All right. Why don't you start me off? Okay. What brand of beer is also a song on the Grease soundtrack? Blue Moon. Blue Moon. You got it. Blue Moon. You saw me standing alone. Right? <laughs> yeah. All right, there you go. Well That's uh, a classic. Uh, didn't they all moon the camera at the end of that? Didn't they all pull their pants down and moon the camera because it was being broadcast on TV? Yeah. yeah. Yes. I don't know if they all did, but I think some of them. For, for I sure. feel like there were some butts in yeah. Greece. Um, 
All right, Nick. Uh, Matt Groening, creator of The Simpsons, had parents with what names? All right. Isn't it pronounced Groening? Matt Groening, creator of The <laughs> Simpsons. I like Groening. It looks like Groening, but I've heard somebody graining. say it, and yeah. it's Groening, and it's like, oh, that is well. graining on my nerves. Because there's no A in it. No. There's no A-I. There's, there's an O-E. It does not make an A sound yeah. under any... Uh, I agree. All right. Well, it's either... I'm going to say it's either Margin Homer or Barton Lisa. His brothers were Barton Lisa. So Margin Homer? Yes. Okay. Mag Raining's parents were Homer and Marge. Homer and Marge? Yep. Okay. And his, his brother was Bart and his sister was Lisa. It's tricky. I don't know. I probably would have gone Bart and Lisa. You know what town he grew up in? Um, Springfield? State? Springfield. Um, I'll say Massachusetts. Oregon. Springfield, Oregon? Okay. Yep. The, the inspiration for The Simpsons is Springfield, Oregon. Okay. Yeah. People, people do not know that, but he definitely... See, I thought it was Ka- Kentucky was where it was supposed <clears throat> to be set. People surmised that it was Kentucky because there's a Shelbyville, Shelbyville, there's a nuclear power plant, there's all these things. But Matt Groening came out and said, "No, I based the entire thing on Springfield, Oregon, where I grew up." So like Shelbyville just, was just uh, it was a just the random that he yeah it was just you know stuff that they created in writing and it wasn't all that you know but yeah Springfield because yeah, isn't there a Sh- Shelbyville near a Springfield in yes. Kentucky? Yeah, we passed it. Remember, we were driving to the yeah. Derby and I was like, yeah. "Dude." Shelbyville. Shelbyville, Kentucky, and Springfield, Kentucky. Yeah, yeah, that's I, that's what I thought. That's what I thought I remembered. Yeah, and it does sort of seem like they would be kind of Kentuckyish because they're dumb and poor. Yeah, you know. Uh, but uh, no, Oregon turns out. <laughs> Sorry for those Kentucky <laughs> no fans. No offense to Kentucky. No offense <laughs> to Kentucky, but your state has a reputation in our area as being dumb and poor. Um, well, let's see. Let's see if that's based in fact. Okay. Uh, I'll tell you what you don't want to order in Kentucky is the ham steak. (laughs) (laughs) You remember that place? So let's see. Uh, Best and worst school systems by state. Where is Kentucky here? I'm going to set the over-under at 44 and a half. Because you can always count on Mississippi and Alabama. And then... It doesn't seem. Wow. Like, it doesn't seem like New Mexico Dude, does that well. We owe Kentucky a apology. Where are they at? We owe them a big apology. Kentucky has the number seventeen K through twelve system in the United States of America. Wouldn't have guessed that in a million years. No, the bottoms make sense: New Mexico, Oklahoma, yeah. Arizona, West Virginia, Louisiana, Alabama, Mississippi, South Carolina. That all makes sense. But yeah, number seventeen in terms of ranking. Yeah, so I had them right around. I had them right around, like where Public South Carolina rankings would have been. by state as of this year. So, not the worst. I mean, your reputation's not bad, but uh, your, your reputation's not good. But this is actually, yeah. I mean, they pretty much insult Pennsylvania by calling it Pennsylvania. The worst, <laughs> so the lowest dropout rates in the United States. Kentucky is number three, and New Jersey is number four. So they actually rank ahead of us mm-hmm. in terms of dropout rates. Care to guess the? Uh, the highest dropout rates? Um, hmm. It's actually none of the southern states. That's what makes it interesting. So Pacific Northwest? Oregon? No. Nope. New Mexico, Arizona, oh, okay. Alaska, and then Oklahoma. 
Okay. I can see that. Yeah, this I'm I I got to be honest, I'm pretty impressed looking at this because in terms of math scores, reading scores, well, where's Tennessee at? Tennessee is 31st oh, okay. out of 50. So Kentucky just by itself in that little pocket there outranking everybody by How they, a they've lot. done a considerably decent job of creating a public school system that's not piss poor like everybody else in the South. So it's, you know, proof is in the pudding here. Yeah, I wonder what their tax system is and how it differs from the rest of the University this. of Kentucky's nice. Louisville's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's something. Yeah, All right, I got one they, more for they you got here. the Hilltoppers of Western Kentucky. Uh, what female director holds the record for highest grossing movie by a female director? Female director holds the record. Highest grossing. Greta Gerwig. You got it. It's got to be. Because the Barbie just hit a billion. Barbie just hit a billion. Yeah, so I, it. it certainly isn't Hurt Locker. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, Barbie, uh, listen, I saw the movie. Oh, you did? I did. I did. I had to. And? It's not the worst thing ever made, but there's nothing to talk about. I mean, it's certainly not like any kind of life-changing anything else, but like as far as my expectations versus the movie, you know... I've been more bored at movies than I this just one. think Barbie is such an iconic brand that people have it, to like. It was funny. Go and for, first of all, one of the funny things is she's not the only Barbie. Every girl in the movie is named Barbie, and that alone would she annoy is me. Stereotypical Barbie. That's her name. Okay. Yeah. This is it's too. I, I'm it was, already out. It I'm was. Already, it was funny. The, the way they introduced her as being. Oh, you're stereotypical Barbie. Because there's a million different Barbie. Right? There's right. Malibu there's, Barbie. There's, there's, there's shopping Barbie. There's Dr. There's, Barbie and Lawyer Barbie right. and whatever else. So, yeah, she's stereotypical Barbie. That's uh, Margot Robbie's character in this. But gotcha. for the most part, like, the movie starts off in Barbie land, and then they go into reality, like into, the, into real L.A., and that's kind of where the funny is, you know? And Will Ferrell was amusing. He's not great, but he was amusing. Um, and there was a couple of good jokes. Outside of that, there's nothing to talk about here, but it's certainly not the worst movie. I, I'm only getting two sides of that. It's this is the greatest thing ever made, or this is the worst movie ever yeah, made. Yeah, it does seem very polarizing. It's somewhere in between of those of like you're not going to hate yourself for having seen it, even if you're a guy, but you're certainly never going to. There's no shot under any circumstance on this planet I'll ever watch it again. That's what I can tell you. It's it's definitely not a oh I have to re-see this to. It's not the Meg two. Oh, I can't wait to see the Meg. I saw it. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Did you like it? Oh, yeah. oh, it's better than the first. Better than the first. Oh, okay. so now I'm in. Now I have something to look forward to. All right, folks. Meg 2. Go see it. That's it for the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Episode 319. For Nick, my name is Jerry. We'll see you next week. Getting those shit out, kicking it at Kings Park with all the homies. <laughs> shit, you know what I'm saying? So what you um check out my homie boat to the rock. Hit this little solo thing. I ride with her, I slide with her. Those dogs from the LBC. All other tricks wanna kick it with me. Cause I'm in
Like that this summer, G Funk style. 